Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining us for another installment in part number four as we look at dealing with Mormonism. And it's a very interesting study. It's fascinating looking at uh, how some of the conclusions that they come to, even though they are very far from God in the sense of what the Bible is teaching. Remember, these people are very sincere. Uh, and we must look at, we got to be careful looking at people that uh, they are willfully ignorant, that they've just looked at the Bible and rejected it. Now, I'm sure there are some that did that, but most of these people are victims of what they've been taught. They're victims of teachers that have taught them the wrong thing. And uh, so we need to look at what the Bible says and show, share with them what the Bible has revealed itself. Now, we're going to look at uh, the Mormon's view of God. Uh, now, remember when we're talking about Jehovah God, God the Father in the Bible, uh, and we look at the uh, person of Jesus Christ, when we look at, then we look at the Mormon's version of God and Jesus Christ, they are not the same, they're not biblical. Uh, because the Mormon view of God is simply this, is that, uh, God was a man at one time, was a human being, and that through obedience to the gospel that he ascended to a higher state of being. Now he is a God, he is the God of, uh, of earth and this universe, uh, and that there's a possibility of multiple universes, uh, but that uh, Jehovah is the God of this universe and that you know he is perfect and he is eternal now, uh, where he wasn't before, but he has ascended to an eternal state. Uh, and he, uh, but he has a body with flesh and bones, because that's what they take when uh, God tells us in the book of Genesis uh, that man became a living soul. He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Also, uh, where they said, let us make man in our image in Genesis chapter 2. But can we think for a moment? I think we need to understand something here, and just really looking at the aspect of Godhood, that and they do teach that you can become a godlike figure and be in charge of your own universe, so to speak. And it just takes me back. Every time I hear that, it takes me back to Genesis chapter 3. Uh, and the devil's lie and promise to Eve that if they simply disobey and take of that forbidden fruit, uh, that he said that you're. Uh, on verse 4, in that, you know, Eve said we shouldn't even look at it or we shouldn't uh, eat it, and we shouldn't touch it. Now, God never gave that instruction. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, in verse 4 of chapter 3. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and here it is, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And that is the promise here that Mormonism promises to its followers, that we can ascend and be, uh, be in this perfected state. Uh, and that we can be uh, become eternal God, which is completely blasphemous. We know from the Bible that God is eternal. We just uh, we look at here in Hosea eleven nine. He says this: uh, "Thou, O God, didst send." Oh, sorry, I'm in Psalm uh, Psalm. There, let's go over here. I went to the wrong place. It's okay. Hosea uh, eleven nine tells us right here. 
Uh, I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not man. The Holy One in the midst of thee, I will not enter into the city. So it says here of himself, for I am God and not a man. Uh, it talks in other places that uh, God is not a man, that lot is not like a liar like man is. Uh, we know that man can lie. Uh, and even now, they, so they believe in that. They believe God is a physical being that has bone, flesh and bones like we do, but has ascended to a, a higher position. Uh, and so we know Jesus is the physical embodiment of God, and he has a body and flesh. Jesus does. But God the Father, he said, the Bible says he is a spirit, uh, and to be worshipped in spirit and in truth. Well, it's actually very interesting as well. Um, if your Mormon friend, if you're talking to a Mormon, has a Book of Mormon on hand, I should sit down and look up the following verses that uh, God is a, not a glorified man, but rather a spiritual being. Now, be careful. We're not saying the Book of Mormon is legitimate. We went over that uh, in previous episodes. That is not legitimate. It's not a legitimate uh, another testament of Jesus Christ. It's not a revelation from God. It's the invention of man. However, the doctrines they took from it, many of from the King James Bible, uh, do replicate that and do re reflect the scriptures. And we see here in uh, Alma, the book of Alma, chapter 22, verse 10, and Aaron said unto him, Yea, he is that great spirit, and he created all things both in heaven and in earth. Believe thou this. Then in chapter 31 and 15 of the Book of Alma and the Book of Mormon, Holy, holy God, we believe that thou art God, and we believe that thou art holy, and that thou wast a spirit, and that thou art a spirit, and that thou wilt be a spirit forever. Now, of course, we know this isn't scripture. We know, I'm not saying that it is. However, it is helpful to show a Mormon that their doctrines, current, the, doc, the current doctrinal position, does not agree even with their own book, uh, and that is the case in many situations. Uh, and many of their current doctrinal forms do not agree with the Book of Mormon, though they claim the Book of Mormon is perfect and the Bible is apostate. Yet they don't follow their own teaching, and many Mormons do not know this. So it is important for us to bring in this aspect and bring in the aspect of Scripture. Um, uh, we know in Jeremiah 10.10 10, that he is the eternal king. In 1 Timothy 1.17, uh, is the king, etor king eternal, immortal, invisible, right? Uh, we know uh, in Psalm 93.2 that he is from all eternity. Isaiah 57.15, he is from everlasting. In Habakkuk 1.12 as well. Um, we know in Genesis 21.33, he is the eternal God. You know, over and over again, we know of his eternality. He's an eternal being uh, and that he always has been and always will be. Whereas the God of the Mormons had a beginning because he was a man. Uh, we know that God is eternal, always has been, always will be. He is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Uh, and we could go on and on, uh, but I just think we need to really be aware of what they believe. Uh, because if we don't know the terms they're using, uh, we can appear to have common ground when in reality we must define terms. Same thing when you're dealing with a Calvinist. You must define terms. You must know what's being spoken of, and really when you're dealing with any religious system that is outside of the Word of God, that is not a Bible-believing, though they claim to be, not a Bible-believing religious uh, system, you must define terms. What do you mean by this here? This is what the Bible says. This is what the definition, uh, and was talking to a gentleman recently uh, that giving him verses and constantly saying over and over again, well, we interpret it this way. We interpret it that way. We interpret it. It doesn't mean this. We believe it means this. Instead of 
taking the scriptures for what it plainly says, they have read in their theology and their thought processes and what they want to believe into those things. Uh, we know that is called in Bible interpretation, eisegesis, uh, which is that you are making the Bible say you are reading in your own preconceived ideas into the Bible, and you can come up with some pretty crazy and weird things. Then exegesis is simply looking at the scripture and letting it say what it says, and it means what it means. And the scripture is the best commentary on itself. And so we must be careful to be far from doctrinal error. Let the Bible speak for itself and not let man speak for it and bend it to what they desire it to be, which exactly is what Mormonism is. It is bending the Bible and bending it to a man-made uh, system that was created by Joseph Smith and others that is not biblical and is not in any way, shape, or form the gospel of Jesus Christ and definitely is not the true church, but it instead is a perversion of it, which I believe is coming straight from the pit of hell. Uh, we look here, the same promises, I still believe that Joseph Smith, I believe he saw an angel, I believe it was Lucifer, because right here, the same promise, you can be like a god, the devil uses the same lies he used in the garden, because they work. I want to encourage you with that today, we'll join us again next week as we go into the next part, our next section, and I know as we go through this, we'll find more and more interesting things, and also helps to how we can help our Mormon friends as they need to turn to true salvation in the true God of the Bible and the true Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, not the one they've created. Well, thank you for joining us. Don't forget, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us, info at tbcclean.org. So there will be a dedicated email coming for the Christian Soldier podcast in the near future. I'll be, I'll be up and coming announcement. And also, uh, possibly in the future, a dedicated webpage for the podcast as well. We'd love to have you uh, join us for that. But that is in the works, so letting you know what's on the horizon. And we definitely would like to have more interaction with those that are listening and have comments, questions, and even topic suggestions or maybe some other thoughts uh, in addition to what we already cover here. Well, thank you for joining us, and I will see you next time.